news when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Ed Kalenge. Wall Street billionaires Stanley Druckenmiller, Henry Kravis, Ken Langone and Cliff Asness are hosting a fundraiser for Nikki Haley's presidential campaign on January 30th in New York City. This according to an invitation seen by Bloomberg News. According to a donor who shared details of the private event on condition of anonymity, the event is part of a large fundraising swing scheduled for Haley between the primaries in New Hampshire this coming Tuesday and in her home state of South Carolina on February 24th. Haley plans to visit Miami and Palm Beach, Florida after the New York fundraiser, then meet with wealthy donors in California and Texas during the first two weeks of February. Miller had previously supported Senator Tim Scott, another South Carolinian, who had suspended his presidential bid in November and announced his endorsement of GOP frontrunner Donald Trump on Friday night. U.S. officials say 40 Boeing jets have been inspected now as more inspections continue. Bloomberg's Amy Morris reports. Federal officials have briefed a congressional committee on their investigation into that jetliner that lost a panel of its fuselage and revealed that airlines have inspected 40 identical Boeing planes. The FAA says it will review the information from those inspections while it develops a maintenance process before letting the planes carry passengers again. Amy Morris, Bloomberg Radio. The World Economic Forum is in the books, and while Donald Trump may have skipped the event, he loomed large with the dignitaries who did turn out a dollar. Bloomberg's Nathan Hager has more. European Central Bank President Christine Lagarde says the continent needs to prepare for a second Trump term. The best um, defense, if that's the way we want to look at it, is, is attack. By strengthening Europe's single market, German Finance Minister Christian Lindner agrees. Doing our homework is the best preparation for a possible second uh, term of Donald Trump. Both spoke at the final panel at this year's World Economic Forum. In Washington, I'm Nathan Hager, Bloomberg Radio. Former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani gets permission to challenge a large judgment against him in a defamation case. Bloomberg's Steve Rappaport has the story. Bankruptcy judge said Giuliani can request a second trial over the amount he must pay to Georgia election workers who he accused of rigging the 2020 election. Giuliani was ordered to pay $148 million, an amount he will likely never afford given the $500 million in debts listed in his Chapter 11 filing. That filing gives Giuliani a breathing spell from creditors and pauses civil litigation. But the bankruptcy may not allow Giuliani to completely avoid paying court judgments against him. Certain kinds of debts, like those related to intentional fraud, cannot be eliminated under the U.S. Bankruptcy Code. In New York, Steve Rappaport, Bloomberg Radio. Citigroup Chief Executive Officer Jane Frazier has a new friend in her quest to fire tens of thousands of employees. More from Bloomberg's Denise Pellegrini. Warren Buffett is reportedly urging Frazier to forge ahead with the bank's reorganization efforts. Reuters says that was the billionaire's advice for her when the two lunched together this week. Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway is one of Citigroup's largest shareholders, and Frazier has been working on cutting as many as 20,000 jobs. The report says she could unveil more details about the next round of cuts in this massive reorganization as soon as this coming week. Denise Pellegrini, Bloomberg Radio. There are signs of hope for U.S. housing after a Rotten year, Bloomberg's Vinnie Del Judice reports. Homebuilder confidence is up, rising this month by the most in almost a year. Loan rates, which moderated a bit after peaking in October, are boosting customer traffic and sales. Permits are also up, suggesting at least some relief for the property market. 2023 was dismal. Sales of previously owned homes fell to the lowest in about three decades, while builders and suppliers contended with a lackluster year. 
Vinny Dell, Judice Bloomberg Radio. And we get another look at U.S. economic growth in the week ahead, as well as plenty of earnings. Bloomberg's Karen Moscow has more. Thursday, we get an advanced look at fourth quarter gross domestic product, along with a weekly report on initial jobless claims, durable goods orders, new home sales, as well as the Fed's preferred inflation gauge, the PCE price index. Friday, it's personal income and spending. Earnings are also a highlight in the week ahead, with companies including Netflix, Tesla, IBM, and American Express all expected to report. Karen Moscow, Bloomberg Radio. And that's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Ed Kalegi, and this is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at CutterEconomicForum.com.